Super Boom Shakalaka! Yo, welcome back yo, to yo, the yo. Little Jolly Gamer Show podcast. This is episode 126. You 126. made it. We made it here. We made it. 126 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. I mean, granted, we should probably be on... <laughs> if we didn't take any hiatuses, we'd be yeah. a lot further. But I'm Brandon. And I'm Steve. It's just us today. Jacob's not joining us. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> We're just hanging out. It's going to be a little little uh, casual episode. Nothing, oh, yeah. Nothing too crazy going on. We actually have... Uh, we mentioned it on our last episode. One of those. Um, that we're going to do like some... One? I think so. Yeah. Because we skipped a few weeks because of holidays. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. got some Thanksgiving going on around here. Got to get some grub. And I think we skipped the week before Thanksgiving too. I think we, we all... We were all kind of busy last week. Probably so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, birthday... Yeah, birthday? I can't I remember. I had, I had something going on. Yeah. So it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. But... Um, you know, we start off our show with an intro question. Mm-hmm. I have an intro question Let's for hit, you, Steve. Hit us with that intro uh, question. So, concerning remakes, Ooh. not remasters, remakes. So we're talking from the ground up. From the ground up, like okay. Final Fantasy VII like Remake, Final Fantasy VII. or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Would you, would you call that a remake? It was remade. Really? That's that's not a remaster, it's oh. made from the ground up. Okay. So or Yeah, I guess um, so, because you combine it one and two. Yeah. Right? Makes, or yeah. Uh, so like the GTA Definitive Edition, that's not a remake, that's a remaster. Well, that's talk- actually a demaster. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about that in like next week. You know how uh, on uh on the on the Super Mario movie when they have that de- 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 <laughs> the Devo chamber, gun the that's de- a super scope. And the gun <laughs> it's, to- it's totally a spray painted super scope. Yeah. It's the much, Devo gun. Pretty much. Or the Devo chamber Monkey. with like Devolve. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Monkey. <laughs> Goombas. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened to GTA. That's what happened to GTA. They put it in the Devo chamber. Dude, we need to make a video with that. Oh, yeah, we do. That would be perfect. <laughs> Nobody would think about that it's either. Perfect. That would be perfect. Uh, so my question is because I actually this is this is coming off of I just finished watching both the uh, Cowboy Bebop original mm-hmm. and then I just finished Cowboy Bebop the uh, live action adaptation which I guess is that a movie or a series it's a series okay, 10 good. episode series okay. I know it's technically not a remake but it's an adaptation that does things differently from the yeah. original and that had me thinking because there's some things with the live action version that I really really like and things that I really really don't yeah. so my question to you is when it comes to remakes like for example Final Fantasy 7 remake uh-huh. or uh, Tony Hawk like we just mentioned uh-huh. do you want a one for one same game, just remade, but better? Or do you want them to take creative liberties and kind of take it the extra mile and kind of expand on it? You know, for example, Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. that was a game that was limited by the technology of its time, and yeah. they they wanted to spin a little more of a story to it. Yeah. Um, do you, like, let's say you wanted to watch, what's one of your favorite shows ever? Oh, God, Brandon, I don't know. A short series. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, okay. We'll Let's say that. they remake Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And would you want the same exact story all the way through, but just remade in a better art style or with better music or something? Or would you want one for one, same thing? Yeah. That's a tough one, Brayden, because on one hand, I, I honestly, I would be okay with either one. It just really just kind of depends on, on what they do. If I'll be satisfied either way if it's a one-for-one one one remake. If, if they if they stick to the story and they change literally nothing, I'll be okay with that. I think the problem with that is, though, is that for a lot of people, they, it might get stale. You know, it's like, oh, sure. I'll play this again. You know, I've already sure. I've already experienced the story. Why would I want to drop 50 bucks or however 50 bucks? When was the last time a game was 50 bucks? For me? <laughs> I, why would I want to drop 70, 70, 80 bucks on a brand new game only to find out that it's the same thing that I've already experienced? Right. So, like, you know, we got this, this Last of Us 1 remake 
I don't like that. So like, because like that, one. that is much too soon. We yeah. talked about it before, but like with that, would you want them to like maybe explore a little bit more? Like let you play as Tess I'd or something, okay or let you play as um, his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a drama blank. Jules' brother. Um, dang it, Tommy. Oh my god, like, I forgot his name. Tommy, too. would, would you name? would you want to like maybe like let them explore a little bit more and yeah. then kind of recapture yeah. and retell the stories that we've seen before like you know we still do the part where we go meet the guy uh joel's friend mm-hmm. um the guy has billy. a bit uh, yeah he has, he has like all the military gear uh, bill yeah. thanks bill. Bill, bill i think bill, so bill. he's got like all the military ge- yeah. gear and he's like super decked out yeah um like maybe we still do that part but it's just designed differently um because the reason I ask this is because yeah. I, I've been asking myself with the Cowboy Bebop yeah. uh, live action adaptation. I've been thinking like, hmm, there's some parts I wanted to be one for one, but also I don't want to just watch the yeah, anime. Exactly. I don't want to watch a live action version of the anime because I can just go watch the just anime. Just go watch the anime, exactly. Right? I mean, it's so, kind of like, kinda like how I feel about um, Left 4 Dead 2 and Back 4 Blood. Like, I really like Back 4 Blood, but... Um, why would I want to spend the extra money to go play something when I could just play it because I already have it? You know? Right. Um, it, it really depends, Brandon. Um, so I like the I like the creative liberties that they're taking from Final Fantasy VII. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, I really like how it's gonna be almost it's, it's as a, if it's an alternative, it's al- like alternate a, reality. It's almost like it's a sequel. Exactly. Right. Kind of like a sequel, but it's a, it's it's an alternate reality. Like I honestly, I really like the idea of multiverses existing side by side like how they're doing with um with spider-man you know with spider-man no No way home um you know i like that idea i think that's a really really cool idea um like what they're doing with final fantasy 7 how it's it's like you know somehow zach returns it's it's a (laughs) it's a it's a really good device to uh have the same characters and settings but tell a different story because it's just like Spoiler alert for Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. This idea that if one thing changes here, it changes a whole different exactly. timeline. Exactly. Um, so I think you're right. I, I think I agree. For I think I think it depends on the game. Yeah. So like Tony Hawk's, um, the Tony Hawk One and Two remake. Mm-hmm. Um, you could almost consider that a remaster because the levels are one for one. Yeah. The controls are one for one. Uh, it feels like you're playing the same game, but you go back and you play that game and you realize this is what I thought it felt like. Yeah. Um, but I think it really depends. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was totally expecting just a one for one. Yeah. And as I played it and realized that they were doing things different, I was like, I like this. Me too. And I, I, I still want to go visit. Yeah. I want, I want those classic scenes. I want to see Barrett in the sailor suit. I want to see Bugenhagen floating around that little yeah. ball. I want to see um, oh, the Golden Saucer arena. I want to yeah. see. I want to see, see the Golden Saucer. In I want to see the the Barrett side story with Dine. I want to yeah. see all that. Me too. But I also want to see this new stuff too. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for it. So whenever it comes to remakes, I think my answer is going to be, um, for the most part, sure. Let's expand on it and kind of tell the same story, yeah. but a little bit more with it. So, um, so I guess my amended answer would be. Um, if they're going to do a retelling, don't retcon anything. But if you're going to take the approach that Final Fantasy VII did, where it's like the original Final Fantasy VII is still canon. Like what happened in Final Fantasy VII, the original release, is still considered canon. This is just an alternate reality where somehow Zack is either still alive yeah, or in you're, limbo. You're still, playing, you're still playing the canonical yeah. version. It's just, it's just things are happening differently. Yeah. 
it's and, a, it's a and really they acknowledge it. Don't they? Don't they say something like something doesn't seem right? It's well, yeah, because uh, there's that part where Hojo uh, was gonna do something. He's like, oh wait, he's like, uh, doesn't he, like pull a gun on Cloud or something? Something like, like that. Like, yeah. Or like Sep- uh, Sephiroth kills Barrett, yeah. and they're like, no, 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 this can't happen. Yet. Exactly. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so okay, I, I think that. it's a really, I think using Final Fantasy VII Remake is almost too good of an, of an example. Because yeah. It's a totally unique version of we've never really and seen. And they pulled it off. They pulled it off so well in my yeah. opinion. Um, so like, you know, we have this this idea of um, the Final Fantasy IX remaster rumor mm-hmm. that's going mm-hmm. around, which hopefully will get revealed at the Game Awards. Let's hope so. Cross fingers. Um, Maybe that's the big secret. Maybe so. Um, I don't want a one for one on that. I want, I want it to be expanded. I want yeah. more. Like, yeah. uh, give me, give me the storyline. I mean, I want the same storyline. But like, there's certain characters like Amaranth. Yeah. That really, you, you could cut him out of that game. And I have no idea about. I don't, I don't know much about Amaranth. Really no don't. one does because exactly. he's just a dude. And yeah. literally, the only thing you know about him is like, I'm a tough guy. I was, he was a I, paid assassin, I, wasn't he? He's like, oh, I was a mercenary to protect this thing, and Zidane stole some stuff, and I'm mad at him. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then it's like, in the end, his his revelation was, um, oh, I can have friends, yeah. and I can I can let people be close to me. Yeah. But it happens like, like that <laughs> one part in the castle, and then it's whereas some characters like Vivi, he he's he's developed, he's literally the first person you play as, I think, um, or one of the first people you play as, and then um, it expands. Throughout the entire game, mm-hmm. so maybe they'll be able to do, you know, like I said, uh, work past the limitations they yeah, used to have. Exactly. Um, I would be okay with them breaking that up in episodes too, because that way we could spend more time sure. in certain areas. Because sure. that's what I really liked about Final Fantasy VII Remake, I and mean, we're gonna keep going back to it because it's just a really good example. Yeah. I tell you what, we it's can use we can use Resident Evil Two as an example. Resident Evil Two and yes. Three as an example. I think that's a perfect another perfect example. Yes. I think. They took some creative liberties. Yes. I think I liked all of them. Oh, me too. The only, the only thing I didn't like was... Um, we Did we... We didn't see... Uh, did we fight the giant alligator? Yeah, we fought the giant yeah, alligator. Yeah, well, you don't fight him. No, it's more of a quick time event. Yeah, I think it was... Well, he was in the original one, too. I was going to say, I, I like... Some of the things that they cut out that weren't... He's not a boss fight in the original? I mean, he is, but you just shoot a canister and okay, it explodes. Okay, okay. Or if you didn't know you could shoot the canister, you can fight him. Yeah. But you can... You can I think that's what I did. I don't think you I can basically one-shot him. Yeah. I don't um, think I knew that. I don't remember. But you so can... Long. um. That's there's, no, there's, there's no giant spiders yeah. in uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. I like the creative liberties they took. They expanded on the Kendo gunshot guy. Yep. I love that. Uh, that was... They, perfect. They expanded on a whole lot, like the, yeah. with they, the they flat out changed stuff. And honestly, as like much the chief of police, and exactly. All that. As much as I hate retcons, their retcons were done in a way that I didn't have a complaint with. I think when it's done right, mm-hmm. yes, yes, retcon it. But I think I have my answer with I don't. I don't think I ever really want a one to one remake. I don't blame you because that's, that's a good take. I would be okay with it personally. Because like I was thinking about, it and I was talking with Brent because me and Brent uh, we really love Cowboy Bebop. And, yeah. And how did he feel about Bebop? He Cowboy hasn't Bebop. finished it yet. Uh, like I like not only retconning but like adding new. Like for example, yeah. Jet Black. That's the guy with the the uh, he's bald and he's yeah. got the beard and he's got the little like robot arm and the, the little patch thing on yeah. his eye. Like in the original, he's just kind of there, mm-hmm. and he he's probably the least developed of all the main characters. But in the main show, they gave him this side story where he's got a daughter, and he's split up with a wife, and he's trying his best to be there for, her and all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it was for the better. Yeah. Um. So I I just feel like with a TV show, it's probably harder because it, it, it's gonna be because like I said, I I think 
I'm split down the middle yeah. on that particular one. Movies and TV shows are going to tend to be more of a retelling whenever they do remakes yeah. and stuff like that. Um, games are kind of... Uh, honestly, most of the time when people are... If people are going to remake a game, they're going to take... They're going to they're gonna do a retelling as well because at... If you're gonna do a remake and you're gonna do one on one, you may as well just do a re a re a remaster. remaster yeah, like Jack and you Dexter, know. right? So I bought the Jack and Dexter uh, trilogy pack, yeah. which, by the way, happy birthday, Jack and Dexter. Yeah, 20, twenty years. Twenty Good years. Lord. Gee whiz. First I'm PS, old Gandalf. First first PS2 game I ever played. Yeah. Um, I bought the the remaster trilogy and just now? No, uh, no, a while oh, back. And uh, I, I bought that, played it. 100% of all three of them mm-hmm. loved it yeah. I was like these are fine how they are and if they, but if they remade them I don't want to play the same game yeah. I, I want the same story yeah. but make it a different game and yeah. then maybe elaborate on it yeah. so I think, that's, I, I think that's my answer I'll give you a good example of a bad one uh, that Please. way we don't have to we don't have to harp on it too much Resident Evil 3 remake oh. so, so here's the thing I, about I Res- never played it. here's the thing about Resident Evil 3 Brandon I loved it it was great it was it was it was just like Resident Evil 2 in so many ways it was too short if you're going to read a five-hour game, yep. Resident Evil Three was already short, though. Like the original Resident Evil Three, you you know the the production story behind Resident mm-hmm. Evil Three, right? Resident Evil Code Veronica was supposed to be Resident Evil Three, right? But then they decided, well, uh, and Resident Evil Three was supposed to be a spinoff, and then they decided, no, let's make Resident Evil Three the sequel, which I kind of agree with, but I think mm-hmm. they really needed to come up with, uh, I think they needed to come up with more for it, and they they. Um, Ooh, I've got a really great example here of a bad one as well. Yeah. Uh, Secret of Mana. Oh, really? So remember Secret of Mana got that yeah. that remake? Yeah. And it's not a remaster because that's a pixelated game, but they literally yeah. made the game one for one, but it's in 3D. Mm-hmm. And like the music's worse, the yeah. graphic style's worse. It just didn't look very good. I mean, it's not a bad game. It's just in comparison to the original. Yeah. You might as well just play the original because you're literally getting the same story. And if you if you don't mind pixelated graphics, yeah. if you like, especially, I mean, I prefer 16-bit over like big chunky cartoony looking. Yeah flat textured graphics mm-hmm. uh, that's that, that was on this list and that's the one that um, you know what was another good one uh, Metroid Zero Mission yeah re- it, it, re- same story it's but it's a complete a I would call it a remake because it's a completely different game yeah. and then they add more story to it because you know the limitations in NES were so bad when it comes to story and stuff like that you know uh-huh. you just kind of have to fill in your own blanks but they they added like cutscenes and stuff like that, and they added like it. it I felt like it, it had a little more meaning to it. The stuff <laughs> Last one, and we'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> I guess this is considered a remake. You you tell me, Warcraft Three nope. Reforged. That, it was supposed to be a remake. It was supposed to be a remake. It was supposed to be a remake, but it ended up being a glorified remaster. Pretty much. That's pretty much what happened. But it was branded as a remake. It was branded it was advertised as a remake because when they when they first announced it, they're like, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna update the story because they they did some retconning in um, leading up to it and Back then, the retcons weren't too bad. So if you if you play both of those side by side, just same dialogue, everything, completely same, same, same audio dialogue, files, almost? same audio. It, no, it is the same audio file. Oh, okay. They were supposed to bring in the updated voice actors. They were gonna get. Um, they were gonna get. Hey, the, here's a question. Oh, what, what was her name? Uh, God, uh, Laura Bailey. They were gonna get Laura Bailey to do Jaina Proudmore because she's uh, Laura Bailey does her in World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. She's gonna do her in Warcraft Three. They were gonna get Patty Mattinson to do so. So they were gonna they modernize were gonna it. Modernize it. They were gonna modernize the story. They were gonna make the changes in the story. And that that, that would be a remake. There would be a remake, but then they just were like, 
So would that be enough for you to, for a one to one remake if, if all that was true? If that if that was what it was supposed to be, would that be enough for you? Yeah, that'd be enough for me. So it's one of those rare examples of having a one for one being okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But because they failed to deliver on all of those promises, it was just it was really just a remaster. Yeah. I think also here, um, I think it it, it it depends on how old the game is that's yeah. being remade. Yeah. Because like um, you know, Brent was just recently playing Mafia One, mm-hmm. the re- the remake, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a completely different game. It's, yeah. it's, oh really? It's I mean, it's the same story, same characters, everything, but it's like the map is different. Yeah. The music's different. Yeah. There's extra stuff in the story. Yeah. There's things are just different in, in places, and that might be something you may or may not like. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what though, because um, I, 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 the other I, games are so old. Yeah. It's old. It's very old. Exactly. I would love to see the Resident Evil Two remake treatment be given to all of the old Resident Evil games because I mean pretty much is yeah exactly because 4 is being remade exactly I'm, well I, I'm, I'm not so much talking about 4 but I'm talking about bringing that behind the camera style to oh, the old tank game yeah, yeah I think yeah. that would give it a lot more replayability because you know I, I mean I get it I think Resident Evil Resident Evil and Resident Evil 0 are really good with the tank controls because I think it adds to the, to the, to the suspense but I do think that the behind the back controls are far superior and and resident evil 2 did a good job at not going too far hey just saying resident evil behind the back like almost resident evil 5 right yeah resident evil 5 might be considered one of the worst ones i'm a defender yeah i think that has a really good uh gameplay style resident evil 4 or 5 gameplay mechanics Resident Evil Outbreak. Yep. And That'd be cool. online multiplayer. That'd be cool. Almost almost like mercenaries, but mm-hmm. you're limited in the weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anything else you want to say? Um No, that's pretty much it. I mean if they want to just update a, if they want to update like the mechanics and stuff like that, like Resident Evil. That was yeah. a meaty uh, that was, that was. Hey, speaking of Resident Evil 4 remake, did you see where that that uh, art got leaked by the guy? I did. What do you think about that? It looked pretty cool. Looked pretty cool. I think they did on purpose. Oh yeah, they did. That. Um, Most leaks are done on purpose. Uh, so yeah, that was our intro question. Uh, so speaking of storytelling in video games mm-hmm. and how it can be better than a TV show. Yeah. Uh, I just finished playing. We're gonna be talking about what we're playing. Yeah, right? we're moving on to what you've been playing. Um, I've been playing Guardian. I played and finished Guardians of the Galaxy. How was that? Way better than I thought it was gonna be. Really, I almost picked it up, dude. I uh, well, it's sitting right there. Ask Jacob. Who, I know, I, I, well, and that's and that's that's part of the reason. I'll be honest, and I probably shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have assumed that Jacob was gonna let me borrow it, but that's part of the reason why. I well, didn't the only bad thing is is that it's one of those games, kind of like Uncharted, where you play through it once and maybe revisit it. You know, when you feel way when, way when, later. When, yeah. I mean, it has a new game plus and all that, but mm-hmm. it's a linear story with very Mass Effect to light choices and stuff and yeah. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I'm sure Jacob is probably listening right now and yeah. like no don't do it without me Yeah, uh, because we, we do need to talk about it but all I'm going to say is, is that I went into that game with very low expectations because I thought it looked like a devil may cry kind of uh, DNA injected snap um, right now see if you'd be okay with me uh, but you can definitely tell <clears throat> it has like new age Tomb Raider vibes in the way that the levels are set up and the way that you explore the levels because it's yeah. all linear uh, but as far as a st- all I want to say is that's important Sorry, that's me. is that the story is way better and look Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 in the MCU are some of the top tier Marvel movies in my personal opinion oh yeah dude those are those, mm, I, I, they're, they're top 5 well what if I told you that this game makes those characters 
I think it does him justice better. Yeah, really. Because not only, like, look, Chris Pratt's Star-Lord is not bad, but that Star-Lord in that game... Better than Chris Pratt? Is, that's the best. That, yeah, Ooh, that's the best. That's now the best. I'm interested. I like the original designs. I had the original costumes almost throughout the entire game, except for Drax. I feel like he has the weakest new design. But um, I didn't. Li- yeah, I didn't. Li- I didn't care for his. I don't. But I, you, you can literally make him look like the movie Drax. Oh, good, good, and they good. have his. They, there's some deep comic book cuts. Now, look, I'm not a super comic nerd, but I mean, I I, I recognize some of these costumes, like the Thanos imperative, um, um, <clears throat> Drax costume where he's wearing like the big cape. He looks like a character from Goosebumps. Yeah. You know, what I'm like they have some deep cuts in there, and same thing with like. Would you say they're deeper cut? Uh, they're, they're deeper cuts. Um, Shout out to the YouTube poop legend. Let's get it going. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but there, there's some like, there's some lore yeah. bits in there you can read. Like there's literally, you can go to the collector's museum and you can go and like look at all these different yeah. like relics that he's been collecting and stuff. Uh, See, so. why couldn't they do that with the Avengers? Why couldn't they do it's this with It's funny because uh, if you, you know, for comparing two Marvel games and they're both published by Square, right? Yeah, uh, they're both I just, Phoenix. I don't understand. I think they were just trying to capitalize on that um, popularity of, of game uh, as a service. Uh, look, these live games and multiplayer games of the modern era are having problems. Yes. I don't even know if you want to call them growing pains. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but I wish that the the Avengers game could be on yeah. the, the level of quality. Oh, yeah, me too. I think this is like a solid 8, 8.5. I think it's a really great game. Good. And the licensed music, of course, puts it over the edge, just like Jacob was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I, so cool. There's I'll a couple mechanics, and I'm going to talk about more when Jacob gets on, because so, I, don't, I don't want him to have to repeat himself. Yeah. So, are you familiar? You're familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy, like comics? Uh, not no. not like old school. Though. Oh, yeah, okay. Because no. I was going to ask. And, I, and say, I knew about... What, what were the original sound... Like, I guess the original music. Like, what was Peter... Where did Peter Quill come from? Okay, Peter Quill originally... Okay, originally. I know I know this much. Okay. Peter Quill... This this version of Star-Lord yeah. is like nowhere near what the original... The original yeah. Star-Lord was like this self-imposed space Jesus guy who called himself Star-Lord because he basically thought he was like space Jesus and he came from like this this kingdom and all this stuff. And oh, he wasn't from America? Like, well, like, well, his his lineage was. Okay. Uh, so, like, the... Depending on how far back you go. Okay. He's got the human mother and he's got the alien the, father. Yeah. The and that, that, that here... Now, Ego, the living planet, is not his father. Oh. In the comic books. That oh. was... A totally different character that they made into his father for that the movie. That was a good idea. It was a I good like idea. idea. It was a good yeah. idea. It's a yeah. good spin. But if you're, depending on what storyline you like, and I'll keep, I'm paraphrasing here. I might have some of this information backwards. But um, his father was still, like, of royal lineage. And that's yeah. true in this game. Okay. I you play you. as, he's the prince of Spartax, but also the son of a, um, a human mother. Who, who lived was in Missouri? Missouri? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And he lives on a farm. And I, I don't know, like, I, 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 I just ask because I'm curious and, because I like that how this game takes a different telling on it, but his music is all from well, the 80s. Well, isn't also, it? yes. Yeah. Well, also, what's funny is that Star Lord in the, in the movie, why is he named Star Lord in the movie? He's just named Star Lord. Yeah. In this, Star Lord's the name of his favorite 80s hair band. And he, awesome. and he has the big Star-Lord patch on his vest. Awesome. And as he grows up, he's like, I'm just going to call it, I love Star-Lord. Yeah. And they made a fictional album for this fictional band. That is and it's, awesome. it's included with the licensed music yes. in the game. 
is super dope. That's and so that that's how dope. he gets his name. That's why he calls himself Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's and dope. You kind of join them like shortly after they join as the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, and they're just looking for Merc work pretty yeah. much. Merc work. And you get to learn about all the characters, and they just because video games is the ultimate form of media, in my yeah. opinion, is they have way more opportunity to flesh out these characters that you never got to see anything yeah. about in the movie in the MCU so for example we don't know anything about Rocket Raccoon in the MCU but you get to learn a lot about him in this game you get to learn about uh, everyone Wow. and I think Drax kind of gets the most and me and Jacob are going to elaborate on that I don't want to spoil it for you yeah don't spoil it um, too much but it's, it's really really good yeah. it's a really good game the only thing I don't like about it is that uh, um, a couple of the mechanics I have problems with we'll talk about that more later yeah. um, on, on a different podcast and then also um, it's just um, it's one of those games where once you kind of walk through a door and you don't realize you can't turn around and go explore anymore so you can miss collectibles oh, and you, you can yeah. go and replay It's that's just the nature of linear games yeah. like Last of Us yeah. 2 for example um, and then also I had a couple couple glitches couple, Glitch- couple bug, oh, oh, bugs and glitches we don't do glitches and they're not game well I'd say game breaking it's just like reloading a checkpoint so like I, w- I would get to a part where I needed to and Jacob mentioned this before I had the same exact problem I'd get to a part where I needed to say some dialogue and I couldn't yeah. do it it wouldn't let me the prompt wouldn't show up and yeah. I would just reload it so or uh, you know just thing prompts not showing up Gotcha. Um, but we'll talk more about it a little bit later. But I really, really like that. Yeah. And then we can both talk about this one, Steve. Uh, yeah. Minecraft, Minecraft Caves and Cliffs Part Two. Update finally, finally came out. And remember, when Part One came out. I remember talking about it on the show, and I was like, "Dude, I'm just gonna wait till the whole thing comes out because yeah. I want to play it all at the same time." Oh, yeah. And boy, was it worth the wait. It was. It really because, was. Because uh, they totally. It's still the same game. Yeah. But at its core, they changed the way that the map generates as a whole. Yeah. So that includes mountains. That's your cliffs. Yep. Um, so you can have these crazy wild mountain generations in just about any biome. Yep. Um, at least the biomes that support it. Like a desert's not really going to have it. Well, some of them do. I've they seen, might have like a I've seen it. or something. I've yeah. seen it in deserts, yeah. actually. So maybe, because uh, like used to be there was mountainous biomes, and that was the only place you'd find mountains. Yeah. Or big, crazy mountain chains. Yeah. Now, it's just kind of built into the landscape. When I say mountains, but you might see like rolling hills and yeah. valleys and big fields of flowers. Yeah. It looks way better. Like, it's almost like, it's like Minecraft 2. It's what it feels Minecraft like, as, as far as the yeah. map generation is concerned. And then the caves. Caves are holy insane. crap, dude! Yeah, the caves are are wild. I, yeah, I found uh, lush caves and stalactite dripstone caves. Yeah, and then we found the deep dark, uh, which is like your like iron forge level. Yeah, like, what do we call way it? Deep down, Darkmore. Darkmore caverns. Darkmore caverns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, dude, it's. Like the the deep dark, that's like so. Basically, the the bedrock used to be like level zero, right? Something like that, yeah. Like like the the z coordinate was zero. Yeah. Now it's like you can go down like z coordinate like negative, negative. sixty. Yeah. And like we're way down there, way and down it's there. like there's every type of bad guys down there. You got witches, you got creepers and spiders and spider jockeys and skeletons and slimes and all kinds of wild stuff down there, and. Man, it's dangerous, but also it's way more fun to go yeah. find stuff down there. Oh, yeah. It used to be it was like you end up digging your own cave, and you go make a strip mine, find diamonds, and it's just yeah. really formulaic and boring. And now it's like 
finding diamonds is not a problem, but surviving down there. Yeah, it's pretty rough. That's the challenge. Because, you know, with it with, with, with the block of the sunlight, they've got so many mobs down there. I mean, good lord, there were so many times where we were getting swarmed on all sides. Oh, you can watch them spawn. Oh, yeah, dude. There was one time where we were climbing. You, you like, follow me, see, and I was, like, right behind you. Um, we were climbing up a waterfall, and I got sniped out the waterfall. I have skeletons are... Are vicious. Gave them freaking uh, Hawkeye skills up there, yeah. man. They come out there. Those skeletons, <laughs> dude, they're, they're super vicious. And they, um, there's there's lava beds, just yeah. just lakes of lava down there. Almost like you're in the nether in some yeah. areas. Waterfalls hanging down everywhere. And what's really cool, you, you haven't seen the lush caverns yet, but they have glowberries that hang from vines and it lights Ooh. up the cave. It's super, super pretty, man. Yeah. They got like these little like algae um like water deposits and those ax axolotls hang yeah. out in it and you can get those as pets and they'll help fight nice. things for you um there's just exposed veins of iron and coal and copper and yeah. it's just way more fun it's oh, just yeah. i didn't think that it was gonna be this good yeah and so I, i'm playing it and i'm really excited in Me fact too. i'm so excited i don't even want to build right now i just want to go explore and collect i was resources. playing it earlier today uh I was playing it earlier today while I had a break in work. I was, uh, I pulled out my Switch and I started uh, fired up and I logged into our server, the realm that Seth's got, and I started, started building me a house on one and of them. Isn't it so cool that you can get on the server so cool. on your Switch, on your PlayStation, on your yeah. Xbox, on your PC, on your phone, I'm and we can to, all uh, play the same game at the same time? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm trying to see if I can get in there on VR because oh, I, got, yeah. I got the VR. Um, I, I, just, I, I don't I even know if I want to going down yeah, the caves. No, that's I'm, terrifying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play on there for very long. But I am. Gonna, <laughs> I am gonna check it out if I can. You know, I, I was having some tr- trouble with it because I'm using the Game Pass version of it, and I wonder if. Uh, uh, so basically, the way that it works with the Oculus is that you have to. You there's a free VR app for our, the Oculus library that you get, uh-huh. and then you download Minecraft uh, Windows Edition. And you, you log into that. Um, um, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the Minecraft Windows that's, Edition that's just for Windows. That's the hard part about yeah, cross-platform stuff is the like the fact that I have to log into my Microsoft account on yeah. my PlayStation. It feels weird. So weird. It feels like um, cheating. Yeah, it does. Uh, but then again, I've been playing Minecraft. It's so funny. I uh, I didn't realize that Minecraft came out in like 2010. Or really? I felt like no, it's no, 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 than no, that. no. I just posted it the other day. Yeah. Was it 2000? I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Because uh, I, I, my, my instinct says... Seven, when was the alpha? Type in Minecraft alpha release date. That's whenever I was... I bought it while I was still in like Minecraft pre-alpha. Minecraft alpha release date, June 30th, 2021? I mean, 20, uh, 2010. God, I'm stuck in Yeah, because I, I was a senior wow. in high school, and I was playing it. I, I bought it in pre-alpha, so maybe a little bit before that. Yeah. Dude, that game is... Wow. Almost... 13 years old 12, 13 years old wow wow, wow. wow. that's such a good game and, got- dude, and this makes it so much better um, and there's new um, there's a couple new uh, mobs like we mm-hmm. saw those glowing squids down there there's new like food items there's all kinds of new like blocks and stuff to build with and oh man it's, it's a lot of fun and actually there's supposed to be these giant super monsters called the wardens that hang out down there in the deep dark caverns that we've been exploring but they're not in the game yet and they're gonna introduce them in the next update so it's gonna be that's even a wild update huh yeah and it's gonna be even more dangerous God down there Lord, yeah dude super excited I, I I am I am so impressed I am I really am it's funny how Minecraft just keeps 
As old as old as it is, there's it's not aging. Isn't it isn't it so bad. weird how they can support a game for that long exactly. and make it so good? It's so weird yeah. how how you can make a video game good for that long. Yeah. How could I wonder it's like some kind of magic sorcery that that they're doing to yeah. make their game good for so long. Yeah. Look at Blizzard. Look at what they're doing with their games. Their games have yeah, been going dude. On for so long. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> Take it out. It's time to take it out back. Uh, you ever saw that man? There's a video I saw. I don't know. Um, it, it was. I think it was originally made for Fortnite. Fortnite and Minecraft. They were talking about Minecraft. Um, it was. It was a video, and he goes outside in the doghouse, and there's the guy doing the Fortnite dance. He's like, I'm sorry, it's time. And he pulls out the shotgun, and, and Fortnite's like, no. And he does Fortnite dance, and he, and he and he's like, maybe not. And he looks inside, and a big buff Minecraft's like, hey. He's like, like Minecraft. I think Minecraft is, is one of the longest, like supported. It's not even a game as a service. I mean, it kind of is now because you can go and buy the clothing stuff, and it's all like a couple dollars here and there. Yeah. I, I was looking at it, and honestly, the stuff doesn't look that bad. It's not terrible. The only problem, you don't even need it. yeah. The only problem with me is is that I, I have the skins from some of those old DLC packs yeah. where it's like you can play as Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. That's fine by me. I'm probably never gonna play as anybody else. <laughs> Um, except I got, some, the, I got the Mario matchup. I can't use it on the mo- yeah. on the Microsoft stuff. But yeah, 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 I can't use the um, the banjo one on the PlayStation. Oh really? Yeah. So it's a bummer. Um, Would you be able, like, okay, let's say hypothetically, you got on one that'll let you use it. Would it? Would I be able to see it if I was on a different system? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty because sure. the Mario pack. It straight up tells me I can wear it and I'll see it. But if I'm not on a, oh, if I'm not on a local Nintendo server, I don't know. Nobody else can see. I don't it. know the answer to that. Like in order, like you you'll see yourself as I'll Mario, see but as Mario, they'll see you as but Steve. But you would see me as I guess Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes that makes sense. That's, that's probably yeah. a universal thing. So you don't see Master Chief running around on your PlayStation. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. We'll have to see if like someone can log in as that, and we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve, uh, you were playing Far Cry Six, right? Yeah. You play that anymore? Uh, I, I kind of stopped. I, uh, not not because I, I not because I fell off on it or anything. It's just yeah, I, I've got you, so you've many, got a lot. You got a lot. Got a lot. I got a lot. You know, and um, I, I got so many games that I want to play. Um, I oh, think, well, the reason I ask is yeah. because we had mentioned maybe when you finish six, yeah. we might play five together. We might do that before. Um, we might do that before. Anyway. But it reminded me when I bought five, I got the season pass, and it came with Far Cry Three Classic Edition. Oh, nice! And I was like, man, I never, I never went back and played that. So yeah, in between our last recording and now, I played it, and I thought fin- you were playing that, and finished the main story yeah. and, and a, some side stuff as well. Far Cry Three is often heralded as the best one. Yeah. And I disagree. Really? I disagree. And it's not its not a hot take. I think it was the most important one. Yeah, that's a good call. Because Far Cry 2 was very important, and it did a lot of things really well. But I think it does some things better than 3. I think 4 does some things better than 3. I think 5 does some things better than 4, 3, and 2. Yeah. And 2 does some things better than 5 does. I think they all have their own unique identity. 6 is the first one I've ever played. Really? That's wild. Yeah. Uh, I, the first one I ever played was the, fir- the very first one. Yeah. And it's much different they now. Never stuck at like okay they never they were never uh it was never a series that really jumped out at jumped out at me and to be honest i probably well, it was all kind of it was yeah. all kind of samey in the beginning because i was like it's like oh it's a tropical islands game and you play as a guy who can inject himself with superpower stuff and you run around and shoot people yeah. and get compounds yeah. and stuff like that now the thing so far cry 2 had an open world yeah but far cry 3 was the first one and it was influential on the games industry 
because it did the whole climb up a tower and activate it and it opens up the district yeah. and shows you what all there is to do yeah. in it. And so many games, including some of the best games of all time, like Breath of the Wild, yeah. have used that yeah. formula. You're right. Now, some of them have improved on it. Now, Far Cry 3, it, the only problem that I have with it is that it just kind of aged a little poorly. Yeah. Now, I'm playing on console. Not playing on PC, so it's a little clunkier than I liked it to be. I had to go change some sensitivity settings. Um, and it just had those growing pains of like. Did you ever play it on a PlayStation on a PS5? What you mean? Like, uh, I don't, I, like, is it, is it, how are you playing? Oh, yeah, it's a PS4. Okay, it's a PS4 ring release. Of, oh, I see. Yeah, because you bought the So it was like a port of the PS3 version. Yeah. I Five honestly was the one that stuck out to me the most that I wanted to play. It's just that it came out whenever I was whenever I was in school, so I couldn't afford it. I gotta tell you, I think Five might be my favorite one. I haven't played Six, okay. but I'm not very interested in Six. But I think Five might be my favorite one. And I mean, I, I'm I'm splitting hairs here because Four is really good as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because Four also did the the towers, mm-hmm. but I feel like Five was the one where I I wasn't climbing towers and I was finding locations organically and it felt better. I'm not saying it's perfect. Yeah. It has its problems. Every Far Cry game, in my opinion, does. Yeah. Um, but. I like the story the most. I like the location because it was refreshing. Because the thing about Far Cry games is it's exotic locations. Yeah. So maybe it would have been a better idea to put it somewhere like in the swamps of Louisiana so that way it makes more sense because if, of all the places in the United States, Florida and Louisiana seem to be the most exotic yeah. areas. But it's in like like white bread Montana but yeah. they found they found a way to make it refreshing. Make it yeah. Uh, whereas like instead of being chased by like jaguars and Crocodiles and alligators. You're being, or, or you're in the Himalayas, being you know chased by um, what are those things called? Like those fish in the water, those giant like I forget what, what kind of fish they are, but they got big giant teeth and they're scary. Barracuda? No, no, they're big. Piranha? They're no, big, big. They're big. Mm. I forget the name of them. Um, but anyways, and this one is like there's just there's, there's bears and mountain lions and cougars and yeah. you know stuff like that, skunks and porcupines yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so it's just kind of refreshing, in my opinion. But Far Cry Three, I think one of my biggest complaints with it is that Voss is like a really cool villain. Yeah, he's not the main antagonist. He is kind of like a lieutenant of the main antagonist. Really? And so Voss, you kill him about halfway through the game. Really? And then, yeah, then you're, you fight this other antagonist. I, I feel like the other guy just can't match up to how great the performance of Voss was. And that's why they brought him back for that DLC, yeah. which I'm super interested in, in Far Cry 6. Yeah. Um, which apparently is canon, and you get to play... Like, it, it shows him, like, as an old man. Like, he survived the events of 3. Whoa. Uh, because in, in 3, you play as Jason Brody, who's, like, this, you know, American kid who's on a vacation, and he gets, you know, captured, and he's going to be sold, and he ends up becoming this Cold Stone killer, and by the, time that, by the end of the game, depending on which ending you choose, if you choose to save your friends and go back to America, you're like, I can do that, but what have I become? And, yeah. I'm, you know, you have the tattoos on you that... That was that as you progress in the game, you get the abilities. The tattoos are more filled out. Nice. Uh, and so he's got the tattoos. He's like, "What am I going back to? I'm going back to a life of working nine to five in offices. When I've been out here, this is where I'm really supposed to be." Is and that's that's the other ending if you choose it. Yeah. The end of nine. So I'm spoiling. It. But uh, Far Cry Three, still a great game. Yeah. I just disagree with it. Every time I see these lists of the best Far Cry games, and it's always number one. I think it's important and super influential. I just don't think it's the best one of its own series because I think it's just 
subjective. Yeah. In my opinion. I but see. it's a really good game. I love it. I mean, it's it set, it set the standard for the gameplay of all of them going forward. Like, all the, the stealth mechanics. Yeah. Like, going up behind people and, like, you, you can stab them and you can chain them. That's all. That was all in three. Yeah. The 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 way you unlock things and the driving and all that is all three. Well, you did some driving. Too. Yeah. But, anyways. So, yeah, I played that and really enjoyed it. Good. Uh, and then I, I played some more. Game. I played some more Mario Party Superstars. Same thing. It's really good. It's fun. It's a really good game. Oh, yeah. It's Mario Party, and it's it's anyone's game because of the bonus stars. I mean, turn the bonus stars off then. Whoever wins, wins. But yeah. the bonus stars are random. I do like the bonus stars because I think it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, the bonus stars are random. Yeah. I mean, there could be a chance where it's just like, okay, it's the minigame star and the Bowser space star, and Steven won all the minigames, and he, won, he landed on Bowser space four times. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you get it. But sometimes it's who traveled the most spaces or... Who used the most items, or who, yeah. who got the most coins, or whatever. Um, so, that's really fun. Yeah. But other than that, uh, I don't think I've really been playing anything else. What about you, Steve? Uh, yeah, um, I've got a couple things that I've really only got, like, one or two things to talk it's about, right. to be honest. You know, because, I mean, it's been a slow week as far as gaming's concerned. But, um, I'll touch on some Ghost of Tsushima. I've played that a little more... I love that game. I can't Good believe game. I can't believe it took me this long to play it. I've had it for yeah. so long. Yeah, I've had it for so long. That's what dude, we, we were dogging on you for it. Yeah. We were like, dude, you gotta play this game. You gotta play it. I know. And, and you see, like, I always wanted to fire up my PS4 and play it because, like I said, I bought it. It's just that I was so spoiled by the PC. It's like I, would... I think I said this in the last episode. It's funny because Ghost of Tsushima is the fastest loading game I've ever played on last gen. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I mean, wow. it would, okay. you would sit in a loading screen for like seconds. Yeah, it's even quicker now. I'm I can imagine. Like, I don't yeah. know, like I, it's probably SSD. non-existent. Mm. I mean, I... I and you're playing the director's cut, right? Like the PS5 upgrade yeah, version? Yeah, PS5 upgrade version. Yeah, yeah. So it's even better for you. I love it. It's so good. I mean, it's just... It makes me want to be a samurai, dude. It makes me want to get a katana. I really, really want to, you know, I mean, it's just it's so cool. It's fun, dude. It's so cool, so cool, so cool. Uh, but the one I really wanted to talk about is the Outer Wilds DLC. Oh, man. Keep it spoiler-free for me. I know. It's going to be so hard to, but I'm going to try. Let me, okay. I'll tell uh, you what. Let, let's see. How do we approach this? Because I need to play it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna talk about, I'm going to say a couple things on it, and I'll let you ask me questions. Okay. All right. Exactly. So, um, Wow. It, it, Mobius or Mobius, they nailed it again. Consistent I mean, quality. Consistent quality. Very, very, very good. It is. It is. The, it is true to exactly what what Outer Wilds was before. Which is and, good to hear. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, you know, they, they give you the breadcrumbs. You follow the breadcrumbs. You, you chip away at each puzzle. Every time you you discover a puzzle, you find two more that you got to do. And it's it's just it's just so well done, dude. It's so well done. It tells a a whole new story and then it ties into the original so good I love it yeah I, mean, I, got, I gotta I gotta play this it, it puts you through a field trip puts you through that field trip again I mean just so, put your so, big boy pants on let me ask you a question yeah. if I if you're someone like me going into um, going into the game armed with the knowledge mm-hmm. of of someone who knows exactly like if I wanted to go play that game mm-hmm. I'd probably have to practice fly a little bit to get, to get my, my believe bearings. it or not you probably don't oh really because I mean honestly I like, feel like I would need to but maybe not I hopped into that game bro and I took so, off and it was like I've I know doing. I know exactly what I need to do yeah I can I feel like it, I can go in yeah. and, and complete the game in one run right now uh not the deal you, not, not the deal oh, okay. I'm just talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah, original yeah, yeah, yeah. if I have this knowledge yeah um how 
does that make a difference between someone who's never played it going into the DLC versus someone who knows exactly what to do? Kinda, uh, because you have to be able to find the, the area with the DLC. Okay. Yeah, you have to be able to find it. And so, how how does the DLC announce itself to you in the beginning? It doesn't. It doesn't. You kind of have to. You have to find it. So you just have to come I don't across that it. Idea. So you have to just kind of. Okay. I tell you what. I tell you what. I think in the very no, I don't remember. So, that's what I'm saying. Like someone, yeah. someone like me who knows exactly what to do, would it be better for me to just be like, okay, where do I go to start this? Instead of just flying around. That's and what I mean. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, and this is not spoiling anything. First place you need to go, the museum. You go okay. to the museum. On, okay. on Timberhurst. Yeah, Timberhurst. Okay. Timberhurst Museum. Which you go there in the beginning. You go there in the beginning anyway. Yeah, if you, start a, new, if you start a brand new game. Exactly, yeah, yeah. If you start a brand new game, you go there anyway. Um, I, I, there's a new exhibit in there, and that's that, that's going to get you on you. That's going to get you started. Um, okay. It'll take you. It, it might. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say because everybody's so different. You know, some people catch on quick and be like, oh, I know exactly what this means. So it takes you to old areas, takes you to new areas? No, it takes you to new areas. The, the entire DLC is, is it's all new takes areas. place in a new area. The only time you are in a familiar area as before is when you're figuring out how to get to the new area. And you start off on Timber Hearth, you go to the museum, and then from the museum you go to where it tells you to go, which is still on Timber Hearth. Uh, and then when you go there, you figure out something, and then you go to where you need to figure out where to go, and then... And this, this new area... It'll all fall into place. This new area, uh, without spoiling anything, once again, mm -hmm. um, it's not just like a brand new planet just floating around where it's just like, oh, here's a new planet. It's not a planet. That you just didn't notice. I'll tell you that much. Or it's not, um, it's not like a... It'll make sense when you... When, it'll make sense when I, you... I kind of have some ideas. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to... I don't want to, like... I don't want to tempt you to talk about it. <laughs> like, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'm I mean, not going to reveal anything, but I want, you to, <laughs> I want you to give me what you think it is. Okay, I think it's going to have something to do with, of course, the quantum rules. I think it's going to have something to do with either going to a different, um, not like dimension, like pocket dimension. Mm -hmm. uh, or it might be areas that um, you have to use the quantum rules to kind of find yourself in this new area. Mm -hmm. like uh, Kind of like how the quantum moon, at first you don't know about it, mm -hmm. but then you learn how to get into it. Yeah. Like something along those lines. Um, and maybe that's what kind of gets you into this mm -hmm. not new physical location, yeah. but a new quantum location. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, only because that's... that's Yeah, because that's, 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 that's the point is. of the original game. Yeah, I mean, once you learn definitely. those rules, you never forget them. And, and you're on you're on the right track. I'm not going to tell you if you're right or... or I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. I think you're on the right track somehow, some, somewhat. I think I think you've got the right idea. That, just, that's what I figured yeah. they would do because... Yeah. Or something like that because I, I was like, man, I would hate to just jump It's going to surprise in. you, though. I'd, I'd, hate, I'd hate to jump in and just be like, oh... Here's a, uh, a giant planet that I just didn't... No, they don't do that. Yeah, see, I think that would... It, it, I'm, I'm, they I'm, explain it pretty well. Not that I didn't trust the yeah. developer to yeah. do it, but it's just like, when you think about how other games do things, like, mm -hmm. uh, let's use Grand Theft Auto Online, for example, where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, this casino is brand new. It's, yeah. The old one's just gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, they, they explain it pretty well. Okay. So they, they, they... Man, I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up soon. Yeah. Probably not by the end of the year, but man, I gotta I gotta play it because keep Outer... an eye on it because it went on sale. Outer Wilds was my game of the year of twenty. Oh, I'm it's, yeah, I'm bringing Outer Wilds up. Uh, 
I'm bringing Outer Wilds up when we do our DLC. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you gotta, you didn't, your list is gonna be way yep. different. Yep. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. It's, it's gonna be so a good. great episode. Oh man, I really wish I could have been on. Like, I really wish that I could have been on the spoiler podcast. Because man, I got so much to. Have you, have, have you gone back and listened to it? Yes. Oh man, I'm just saying. I put that music in there. It's a really well edited episode. Yeah. Like, uh, I really, if, I, if you ha- if you played Outer Wilds, please go listen to that episode. Exactly. It's really good. When you when you guys do the DLC, we need to have another spoiler cast where I can adequately gush about it because sure. I I never got a chance to gush about it on the podcast because I didn't play it right then and there man oof oof it's like whenever you're in like I was talking about earlier it's like being on, on a little secret yeah like man whenever you played that game we were like Ooh, we want to tell you so much I know. We, we can't tell you nothing. I know it's so hard that's, that's one and I know ones. exactly how you feel now having played the DLC because I want to talk about that's, it that's, so bad that's one of those games where like Looking up a guide is such a disservice. It's a spoiler. It's a disservice. Yeah. It's not just a spoiler. You're ruining the experience for mm-hmm. yourself. Like, you just gotta play it. The only time you should ever look up spoilers for Outer Wilds is after you do it. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because some of the stuff might be easy to forget. What? Like, for example, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, with with the original Outer Wilds, you might forget the coordinates to the Eye of the Universe. I, every time I... Every time... You know what's so funny is when I found that, the first thing I ever did was I took a, a share play snapshot of it because I was like, I don't know what this is because I, I found those first. Yeah. I didn't know what they were. I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's probably going to be important. Yeah. And so I took a picture of it and then I didn't realize I was going to need them and then when I got to the ship and put the fuel cell in and all that and the thing came up, I was like, oh, I got to use the coordinates yeah, and then that's where I put go. them in. So... That game was so. Mm. See, that was one of the last Chef's things. Chef's kiss. Yeah, mm. that was one of the last things I found. So I knew so, I was th- looking for the. That's coordinates. why you can't look up a guide because if you look up a guide, yeah. unless you unless there's like a dedicated fan out there who's kind of like, hey, what information do you know? And then I can tell you, I kind of nudge you in the right yeah. direction. Um, if depending on how you found things, like. Honestly, I don't think they should have guides online. It's like I really don't think they should. It, it, you you can find things in, in complete opposite order. Like, yep. man, there was a point where. It's like, now I was thinking about this game while I was at work, and I was like, man, I think I, I think I know what I need to do. And right when I thought well, I knew what I needed to do, I found out one more thing, and then when the final thing happened to me, man, go, just go back and listen yeah. to this podcast. I, I probably, it's so satisfying I probably, when everything fell into place. I huh? probably told the story yeah. way better over there, because now I'm, I'm remembering it in yeah. fragments, because yeah. it's been a while. Exactly. Uh, but man... When the, That's when why I'm so glad that the, we archived this yeah. crap, because yeah. I can't remember. Same here. The only thing I remember... Uh, that was super um, uh, the coolest moment of my, my final loop in that game mm-hmm. spoiler alert was I was in a rush because that the timer was final well the thing is is that when you pull the when you pull the uh, warp core out of the uh, out of the uh, Ash Twin project the music starts playing the end times music but it's different yeah yeah so, and you're like Oh god! So whenever is it, I, is it started already, I started I, I I started a timer for myself, and I was scared. I was in a rush because I didn't mm-hmm. want to I didn't want to I didn't want to lose mm-hmm. because I was like this is final. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was just it was just game over you and you could do it again. Yeah, I thought it was like I was gonna lose all my clues and everything. So I, I, thought, I, thought, like, I thought it was gonna be like permadeath. Yeah. So when I went, I was flying through the the dark bramble, mm-hmm. and I um I damaged my ship, so my thruster was broken. And so, you know, when your thruster gets broken, you kind of drift to, like, one yeah, way or the other? Yeah. So, in there, you can't really afford to not be precise. And there was a part where uh, I actually pulled the ejector and shot myself out. And just, nice. I glided into the final bramble seed. Yeah. And then whenever you get to where the ship is, I was in... I was just me. I didn't have a ship. Yeah. I was just in my suit. 
but I knew where I needed to go. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to make it there. Yeah. And uh, but that was terrifying because that last bramble you glide past that nest. You go to the nest. Yeah. And I, I was and I was not in my ship. I was it was just yeah. me. I was so terrifying. But anyway. That's a great game. That. That's a great but, game. I don't know. It's so good. Go I back. Just, go, go back and listen to that. Uh, yeah. That that man. I probably told it way better in this part. Oh man, that game changed my life, dude. That game changed my life. It's a, it's a good game. One it, of the best it, games of the generation. Really dog. makes you. Really makes you like cherish the time you got because you got to make the most of the time you have. Mm-hmm. You know. It's, it's, it's a good game. Mm. It's um, I talked to the devs on Twitter. Did you? Like, oh, yeah. Did you know that one of the devs, one of the founders, yeah. is the guy from Heroes? Yeah. And that was my favorite character from Heroes. And when I found that out, it blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's funny because that guy he did an interview on G Four a long time ago, yeah. and he was like, "Oh yeah, one of my favorite games." They're like, "What are your favorite games ever?" And he's talking about Chrono Trigger, which is one of my favorite games ever. I was like, "Holy crap, this dude's a gamer!" Yeah. And then when I found out that he made this game, and it's like one of my favorite games ever. Yep. Dude. Hey, uh, you know it's hilarious too. Kelsey Beecham, she's she's the sister of of uh, one of the creators. I don't know if it's the guy you're talking about. Alex Beecham is the, is one of the one of the main creators too. I don't know if that's the guy you're talking about. His sister Kelsey helped on the game. Was it what's uh, the name of the uh, Mobius? Mo, Mobius or Mobus, something like that. But anyway, um, she she was a writer for Outer Wilds. They hired her to be a writer for Outer World, <laughs> Outer Worlds. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's on both of the outers. Outer was Mobius. Is it Mobius Digital? Yeah, Mobius Digital. Let me see. But uh, yeah, Kelsey Beecham is the one that I really no, talked to on Twitter. No, that guy. I forget his name. That guy. Sure enough, yeah. That's yeah. not. That's not Beecham. Though. He's he's one of the founders of the. Uh, yeah. That's the whole team right there. Wow. That, that, that little bitty team made that great game. Oh, dude. Isn't that wild, bro? I always Outer told, Wild. I always told them on Twitter, like every chance I got, I was just like, dude, I love the game. Dude, I love the game. Andrew Prollo, dude. Um, probably one of my favorite video game composers of all time. It's, just it's, just based on Outer Wild. The music is fantastic. The gameplay is fantastic. The story is just punch you in your balls. Sad. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just like, hey, you like these people? I think, yeah. I think the biggest thing about it, I mean, of course, I love the, the narrative stuff as well, but it's just that organic mm-hmm. design, the how you how you find it. Like, that's one of my big complaints with like Rockstar. Like Rockstar and Naughty Dog both have this linear. Oh, don't say that on the on the podcast. You're gonna get hit with a with a trademark. Let me put it to you this way: I love I love the the, the open world design of Rockstar games, but mm-hmm. I don't like the. I feel like it's time to revolutionize the linear, yeah. the the linearity of the structure yeah. of their missions. Like, yeah. um, uh, Nakey Jakey said it best. Mm-hmm. It's like, if a mission's like, hey, go destroy this car, I should just be able to do what I want with the car. And yeah. sometimes it's like, no, you got to go to the specific trash compactor to crush the car for yeah. no reason. Why not? Just, let me drive it to the river. Let me blow it up or whatever. You know. Um, I think that's. And then, but with, with games like. Um, the Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. like it's just you're you're going in the same direction. I love the Breath of the Wild slash Outer Wilds um, gameplay design of okay, just go. Yeah, exactly. And as you go everywhere, no matter which way you go, no yep. direction you go is a wrong answer exactly. because it's designed in a way where if I go to the Dark Bramble, I might find something that might lead me to the uh, the the deep. The deep, uh, what's it called? The typhoon one? Uh, Giant's Deep. Giant's Deep. And when I go to Giant's Deep, I might find something that might lead me to the Ash Twins or whatever. Yeah. And so you're constantly finding out there. I've 
it's just back gen- and forth. It's just genius design. Oh, yeah, definitely. Anyways. Uh, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, or, or it was either Miyamoto or Anuma when he was talking about Breath of the Wild. They said, you know, one of the things that they wanted to do was is that, like, in Zelda games past, if you want to go to, like, Kakariko Village, for example, there's one way in, one way out. He said when they were making Breath of the Wild, they're like, we want people to be able to come in. You want to come in from the left, come in from the right, come in from up top, yeah. come in from below. You can do all There's that. no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. Exactly. Uh, now, I do understand the structure of linear stuff, like with the dungeons yeah. and the items and all yeah. that, but it's just a matter of being I think creative. I Worlds really did a good job. It's, with, it, with it's a matter of being creative enough yeah. to make it to where you don't need anything in specific orders. Yep. When it's done right, yep. it's done very well. Yep. When it's done wrong, it's disastrous. Yeah. Anyway, we got some news, Steve. Let's get, let's get into the news. Alright, firstly, on the dock, uh, Paper Mario is coming to the Nintendo 64 service for the uh, expansion pack for Nintendo's online That's service. Next next Friday, right? Uh, yeah, today? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, it was, it, it's, uh, all I remember is Friday. I don't know if it's today or something. And yeah, so, we talked about it yeah. before. Paper Mario, one of yeah. the best 64 games out there. Yep. Uh, they better not have the uh, input lag. So that's the scary part. Yep. We we talked about how disappointing it was because that is a game that you don't you cannot have input lag. Nope. Um, Especially you want to get those. So uh, I'm gonna wait to hear back from you yeah, when it comes out. I'll tell you about it. Um, yeah. uh, One thing that people are disappointed. I'm, I'm with, just scared. Yeah. Scared. One thing that people are already disappointed with is that it's the only game that's coming out. Now I talked about this when we first talked about it. Yeah. If they put out too many of these at the same time. They're gonna squander the yeah. sixty. Now I know you're a little bit more of a sixty-four. Oh, yeah. uh, 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 um, I'm okay with the apologist than I am. Yeah. But I think we can all agree that the best, the best sixty-four games, if there's only so many of them. Yeah. Like once you run out, then you're gonna be releasing like exactly. There's, I mean, it's kind of like when you go into Super Nintendo or the NES yeah. um, area on the like the the emulator or the virtual console, whatever yeah. you want to call it, on the Switch. Uh, there's some, there's some crap on there. Yeah. There's some bad games on there. Yeah. Um, but there's there's way like the the good games outweigh it. Exactly. Like with the 64, I don't think there's a middle ground. I think it's like either it's a good game or, or it's it sucks. Awful yeah. worst game ever. So yeah. like there's there's you not got... there's not a whole lot of middle ground. Yeah. On the 64, exactly. in my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, so I think I I'm not butthurt about it. But then again, I'm not paying for the service. Yeah, um, I don't. I'm not too worried about it because you know they kind of did. They, they, they. There was a, a couple times where they only released one SNES game. I think yeah. Donkey Kong Country Two. I they think. Released by itself. I think what's what's hurtful about it is we, even though it's one game, no one knows at which frequency we will be getting one yeah, game. Is it exactly. one a month? Is it once? Can't we have month? Is it is it once every whenever they feel like it? Yeah. Is it once every quarter? Yeah. Like that's what we don't know. Exactly. Uh, so there's no transparency with with Nintendo on that. But I mean, I'm under the I'm under the impression where it's like, you, well, you don't want to put, you know, uh, Paper Mario and Banjo Tooie and like four you don't four or five yeah, games because exactly. the best games out there. Yeah. Then they want to retain people. To pay for the service. Exactly. It's business, so I get it. People are upset because businesses are making business decisions. I mean, dog, come on. At the end of the day, they got to turn a profit. I know you don't. I know you don't like it. I know people don't like the system. People don't like things like that. Here's my solution. Here's my solution: is make your service valuable. Exactly. So give me extra features, or give me. Games that don't lag, or yeah, because the make them good. We, we talked about it. These are some of the only possible ways that you can play these games 
Legally. Officially emulated. Yep. And on an HD console. Yep. With, and with an official Nintendo 64 controller that you can buy that yeah. connects to your Switch. Yeah. This is the only official supportive way to do it. So make it valuable make it, so exactly. I just don't go pirate it. Exactly. You know, that's, that's the thing. That's exactly. That, that's, the, that's the end all be all. Exactly. But, but can we just talk about how Paper Mario is an incredible game? And we, oh, did, yeah, we, did, so a, we did an episode on it. Yeah. Go, go check that out. Go game, check out the Gamer Tales. Gamer Tales. Uh, for the, uh, the Purple Mark, the legendary Purple Mark. Um, okay. Uh, hot rumor, hot, hot off the press. Hot off the press, let's hear it. Just a few hours ago, there was a report that PlayStation is now working on a Game Pass competitor. Hmm. So Xbox got their Game Pass. We talked yeah. about it. it's an incredible value. And they're they're blowing it's them out of the water value. right now. And it's really good deal. It's really a great deal. deal. Really, really great really deal. Great. And PlayStation really now is the only thing that they have comparable, and it's sucks. It's it doesn't suck. Actually, actually subscribe to it for a month, and I never touch it. I don't think it sucks. It doesn't. I suck. just think in comparison, it yeah. sucks. Oh, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, having to rely. It's not a bad service. It's a streaming service. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you right now, if I can't download the game on the console, I'm scared to touch it. Because sure. if I gotta rely on the on the reliability of, of my here. internet yeah. to play the game, we don't live in Silicon Valley, dog. Exactly, we live down here in the, we in live the swamp. In the boonies. We live down here in the swamp. We are out here in the springs of Denham. Yeah, man, I gotta go right? feed my pet alligator yeah. with my raw, my gotta, raw chicken bits. And then when <laughs> I want to go to the store, I gotta get in my pirogue and go up, go up to buy you. That's right. You know, and so we got that that poor man's internet. Poor right man's here. internet. Yeah. But so, they charge you a lot for it. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they don't. They, it's not the poor man in the sense that it's cheap because it sure the hell ain't. But um, but I mean that's that was that was that was always PlayStation's flaw with it. You know, I mean it's yeah. like. Well, I think this is just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. I think PlayStation's finally realizing that they need to do something to do. adapt because while the PS5 is an incredible machine and there's yeah. some great games yeah. on it, it's just. You can't deny the power of the of Game Pass right oh, now. No, not Being at all. able to just throw a dart at a at a dartboard full of games like I want to play the Yakuza game yeah. or I want to play this game or that game, and some of those are releasing day and date mm-hmm. with it. Now they haven't released price points. It's a it's a project called Project Spartacus. There's gonna be three apparently three tiers of um, of availability. The first tier is just your regular PS Plus, like mm-hmm. we all have. Second tier is gonna be like. Um, you get like streaming access and uh, streaming access. I forget what it is. Um, let me let me pull it up real quick. I'll tell you right now, if it's good enough, I'll cancel my Game Pass for PC in a heartbeat. Um, well, yeah, that, well, that's the that's the question. Yeah. Uh, let me let me pull it up, Steve. I'm gonna tell you right now, if they could, because because they said like they're gonna have like classic games too, like PS1, PS2, PS3, right? Uh. Are we thinking about doing that? Um. Yeah, that's in the third tier. Hold on. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I'm looking for it. Should I have this prepared? Sorry. It's okay. okay. First tier will retain existing PlayStation Plus benefits, and the second tier will allow players to access a large selection of PS4 titles with PS5 titles eventually. Okay. And then the third and highest tier will include extended demos, game streaming, and a library of legacy content from PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games, and Vita games are conspicuously absent, although it's possible... Uh, due to the, the difficulty of mapping the touch, because you said the back yeah, touch, they had that weird the back. touch controls, and that I mean they have it on PS4 and PS5, mm-hmm. but that was a, a, a console or a handheld that was built around the yeah. I want to say gimmick, but the unique control. The only time I ever see it, uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you, and it's going to be funny. The only time I've ever seen anybody actually play a PS Vita 
was in The Last of Us 2. <laughs> well, the PS Vita was incredible. Uh, it just it was unfortunate because it's going up against Nintendo in yeah. that market, and Nintendo, Nintendo. owns that market. Yeah. Uh, PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. All right, we're talking Brandon now. Listen, that's incredible. You get the right lineup. We've talked about this. We talked about it when they were shutting down the PS3 uh, mm-hmm. online store. Mm-hmm. Imagine going on there and being able to play Crisis Core, mm-hmm. being able to play Twisted Metal head-on. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Being able to play Loco Roco. Being able to... And what if it has online capabilities? What if we can play Twisted Metal head-on, a PSP game, in HD, on our PS5s, online together? What if we can play PS1 games? Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, uh, Tactics, Mega Man Legends. Is it just going to be the games from the PS3 store? Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 1. Are we going to have Legend of Dragoon, Legend of Legaya, Tomba 1 and 2, Gex 3? Are we going to have PS2 games, Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, Ratchet and Clank series? I mean, look over there. Look at all those games. Look at how many PS2 games are over there. Amplitude? Are we going to get Amplitude on here? That's an incredible game. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, okay? You want to get me... You want to get me involved? PS3, in this? PS3 games. You, you want me to get you? Do you want me to buy into this immediately, Sony? If you want me to buy in it immediately, Sony, you take you get with Capcom. You put Resident Evil Outbreak on there. You get with whatever. Uh, was there? Was it what are they called? Daybreak now or Dark Paw Games? Steve, what if, what if they have on the PS2 section Resident Evil Outbreak? one and two mm-hmm. and we can play them on our ps5s in party chat and play them online together what if we can do that what if that's possible i don't know if it is i'm just a dumb old bayou it probably boy. is the problem is though is that uh they uh, capcom shut down the servers for it but does that matter i don't know i don't think i don't know i don't I'm, like i said i'm just i'm a dumb old bayou boy the dumb old I, bayou boy. I don't know this is the dumb old bayou boy gamer show <laughs> The Bayou but Boy no, Gamer but look, show. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to overhype it, but yeah. the possibilities are what make this very exactly. interesting. We, I've been talking about it. I've been talking about wanting to play my dang PS2 games. On I was disappointed when I couldn't play PS2 and PS3 on PS4. Mm-hmm. I was even more disappointed when I couldn't play PS2. I can't play PS1, PS2, or PS3 uh, on my, my PS5. I, I will pay for this. Saying, I will pay for this. Yeah. I'll do it. Imagine being able to go on... A Game Pass style application on your PS5 and be like, oh wow, I want to play Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. That's a game that has never been re-released and the only possible way to play it, to my knowledge, is on PS3. Who wants to go fire up their PS3 to play that game and do the ridiculous <laughs> the ridiculous install size mm-hmm. on that PS3? Mm-hmm. It, no one wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Re-release it. Mm-hmm. Put it in this pack. Champion. I would love nothing more than to play this game, now, Champions of Nora. Now, we got temporary expectations on those third-party titles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But... All those games I was naming earlier, yeah. besides Outbreak, those are on the PS3 store. Yeah, exactly. And you can go buy them exactly. a la carte and play them right now. So anyway. Oh man, I really want to play that game again. So we will find out more about it. Maybe it's something that may or may not be revealed at the Game Awards next week. I doubt it. But Yeah, probably not. Sony's Sony's been doing that um, uh, close to the chest stuff lately. You know, they've been playing. they, They want to do their own thing. They don't want to do E3 no more. Well, the thing is, and I've said this. Actually, I remember saying this quote. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, hopefully I didn't steal this quote from anyone because uh, I remember one time your wife was talking to you about how stupid it is that you, you can't play one game like let's say Halo yeah. on the Playstation yeah, or you can't play Mario on your Xbox yeah. right it's, it's stupid because you gotta buy all of them seems like some kind of pyramid scheme right yeah. but 
to me, the way I see it, is that exclusivity, especially like Game Pass, or right now Halo's killing it, um, exclusivity is what inspires creativity. Exactly. And that's what Game Pass is doing, because exactly. that's in, that's inspiring Sony, like, hey, look, we, we gotta do something to compete with this, exactly. because... Like, we've sold the consoles. Now we got to retain our players. Yep. And how can we do that? Now, look, I'm not expecting Sony to be like, hey, by the way, God of War Ragnarok is is going to be included with the, um, the new Game Pass. And if it is, holy crap, yes, yeah. great. I'm not expecting that. But they might... We gotta find out these details. I mean, that's what Microsoft does. So Sony might, Sony might be. Might the be only that. thing here to remember is that Sony is the industry leader. They, we don't know how much they need to compete with Game exactly. Pass. We don't know the answers, but it's gonna be interesting to find out. It will be. Man, I'm just telling you right now. Look, I do love day and date new releases, but I'm, I'm a retro kid. I want to play all these old games. Yeah, I want to play Gex 3 on my PS5. That's what I want to do. But I can't do it. I can't do it right now. Man. I'll pay really I'll pay I'll pay the premium. I'll pay the premium. If it's worth my if it's worth my penny, I will cancel. I can't I will cancel other subscriptions. They, they got to have the good games yeah, on there. They got to have games. Gotta, I wonder I also wonder if this is going to change the two free games a month thing. For Game Pass, I'm not Game Pass. No, I don't Facebook. think so because they because yeah because they'll say here the first tier, the first tier yeah. is going to be yeah. You're right. Retain your original benefits. You're right. I think that they they're gonna uh, they're gonna stick with you know giving us the older games for PS5, and if they're not older games, then just the uh, then the the less popular games. You know, like we're not gonna get any AAA titles for a while on there. But yeah, know. it did say PS5 eventually. So yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting. Someone, especially Sony, to budge off of their first part. No. Usually Microsoft can budge on them because they're not. I don't want to say. I, I don't mean this in a derogatory way. They're usually not on the same caliber as yeah. Sony's first party stuff. You know, usually that first party stuff, that's the good stuff. You know, that's like your God of Wars and, and, and um, Horizon Zero Dawn and your Last of Us 2 and stuff like that. Whereas Xbox uh, or Microsoft, their first party stuff is like, okay, you got Forza. They're usually willing to give that away for the, you know, that's like really their only big, big, good, consistent game right now. Because all the other stuff has been, like with Halo, we didn't know if this was going to be good or not, which looking like it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Which makes me very happy. Speaking of Halo. Exactly. Uh, I just want to talk about these two, uh, these two stories because I thought they were funny. Yeah. We're not going to stick around them or anything. Uh, but Halo players are getting kind of tired of seeing the same old armor sets because what's happening is uh at least i saw i read the story where basically everyone is playing the free-to-play version of halo they're not paying for the battle yeah. pass because it's kind of got some problems yeah so all you really have access to when you first start playing the game is just gray regular old halo armor and people are just like man it's fun and all but it's like when they get squatted up it's like you can tell who's got all the cool, who's bought all the cool stuff because they look all decked out, and then you just got these gray dudes. And so some people are, basically what they're trying to say yeah. is, is like give the free-to-play stuff more options, which they do have your basic color sets, but that's what happens when a game goes free-to-play. Exactly. Well, you got to give incentive to buy the game because nobody's going to want to buy it. Well, well, not even buy the game, buy the stuff. Well, that's because what I mean. yeah, because yeah. the game's free, the multiplayer's yeah. free-to-play. yeah. All, you, don't, you don't have to have it. You can literally download it on anything. Yeah, exactly. As long as you get a PC, you download it. You get an Xbox, you can download it. 
they have to make their money somewhere. Exactly. So that's the nature of if, if you're gonna have to budget yourself is all. If you want to pay sixty dollars for a game, then never spend more than sixty dollars on all those cosmetics exactly. because it's not gonna. They're already giving you a game that gives you no disadvantage to not paying. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sorry, that's that's this this is where we're at now. This is this is multiplayer online it, games. It really bothers me that everybody's so worried about cosmetics in these games. Like, play the damn game. Why why are you so worried about how your character or other characters look? Which I saw your other story. I don't have plenty to say about that. But I mean, it's <laughs> like you know why why does it matter? Seriously, why does that stuff So, matter? we're going to bring up the other story as well. Yeah. Battlefield players were very upset when they found out that there's a Santa Claus skin coming to the game. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, included in, like, I guess the Battle Pass equivalent mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I don't know the full story. Mm-hmm. All I know is that it was everywhere. It was on Twitter. It was on Reddit. It, you couldn't look anywhere without seeing this, granted, a very ugly-looking man yeah. uh, in a Santa Claus. He's not even a Santa Claus outfit. He's just wearing, like, a Santa Claus mm-hmm. cloak. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's unpack this. Every main people who are upset. There's a lot of apparently. There's a lot of stuff. Neckbeards who who couldn't make it in the military want to want to live their military fantasies through the through a video game. There's apparently literally, literally. a lot of stuff that people are upset about with Battlefield that's warranted. Yeah, oh well, yeah. And I think warranted. the problem is that people wanted their cosmetic. All right, Battlefield is a, a silly game, but not for the reasons that it doesn't present itself as a silly game. It's like you can do silly things like. Like, I've seen people shoot themselves out of a tank with a rocket launcher and shoot a jet or shoot someone out of a jet. Jump out of a jet, equip a rocket launcher, shoot shoot a plane, shoot another plane, uh, another jet with that rocket launcher. And this game, 2042, was marketed this way. You remember the the launch trailer? Where they literally do that in the trailer? Yeah. So, I think what's happening is that the usual. In the majority Battlefield player base are people who want a realistic, you know, tactical military shooter. They want they want military gear and you know camo on their characters, and they want realistic cosmetics. And so what's happening is is that they're thinking that it's turning into Fortnite, where you see Naruto running next to Master Chief, yeah. running next to some guy, some banana who's halfway peeled off. He's got a bite taken out of him, and they're shooting laser guns and driving cars around. And you know, lightsaber. Somebody's got a lightsaber. Somebody else got that Harley Quinn hammer. Yeah, exactly. I somebody's think, got the Infinity Gauntlet. I think what's happening is is that Thanos showed up. I think that, I think that what's happening is that the Battlefield players are like, no, 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 we can't let this happen because this is where it starts. I think that's what they're saying. And I can kind of see that. Now look, I want to make this very clear. Yeah. Is that I don't take any sides in this because I don't even really play Battlefield or Call of Duty anyway. Yeah. So none of this matters to me. But it's just interesting to see all this play out because Battlefield is not a free-to-play game. You have to yeah. purchase this game. Yeah. Um, and I think what's... Imagine being someone who's a really big Battlefield fan and you like to have a fun squad-based online shooter with your friends. And let's say you get three people and you need four, and then you get one rando dude join in, and he's got candy cane suspenders and a big old uh, jingle bell gun or something, and you're like, oh wow, this guy's on my team, and it breaks your immersion. I think, I think what yeah. I here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Here's what I'm gonna say. 
And I'm going to touch more on this. I've been holding back so hard because yeah. I want to talk about this Grand Theft Auto thing that's been going <laughs> on. And by the time I get a chance to talk about it, they're going to have rectified it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it like next week or whatever mm-hmm. um, when we do our, our Game of the Year special because, uh, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to be doing our biggest gaming disappointments. And I have something to say about Grand Theft Auto. I've been holding it in. Really? And I have You're a, disappointed about it? I have a lot. I have a, it's gonna it's gonna turn to a tirade. Oh yeah, it's gonna turn to a tirade. Oh yeah. And I just wanted to say here uh, is that without going into that tirade, mm-hmm. you have to vote with your wallet. Yep. And vote with your wallet. Because these companies, what they care about is numbers, and you have to hurt those numbers. Yep. So the best way to do that is don't buy their game. Don't buy the battle passes. Don't play it. Yeah. They look at those numbers. They look at the Steam. They, they go on Steam and they look at those concurrent players. They exactly. see the numbers falling. Yeah. And you have to do that. Don't play it. Don't buy anything. Why do you think I'm not, I hadn't touched World of Warcraft in a long time? I mean, Blizzard game for that matter. And here's a little preview. I wanted. I was so excited and really wanted to buy that Grand Theft Auto trilogy pack. Oh, Brandon, I'm so sorry. I still. I was this close, even though it was bad. I was still that close to still getting it, but I could not do it because deep down inside, I knew that I needed to do the right thing yep. and, Can't endorse that and not, not buy it. Exactly. If you it buy hurts. it, you're endorsing it. It hurts yeah. because when, it, when that specific game looks good, it looks good. Mm-hmm. But it just does not outweigh yep. everything that I saw about that. And good on everyone for getting on Twitter and blasting them with specific examples because they have yep. fixed things that they specifically put. I, I know how you feel. But, I know how you feel, dude. But World of Warcraft. Yeah. I know we talk about yeah. it. It's a big joke and all that. But yeah. you haven't you haven't played World of Warcraft. I have not. And let me tell you something. And you won't for. I mean, dude, Endwalker's coming. Now I know you got more. I know you got personal stuff yeah, that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, I'm, 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 excited about Endwalker. Yo, I've, I've got, I've got some friends been talking about Endwalker. That looks like some seriously good fun. stuff. It looks fun. I, I gotta get past Thornblood. I gotta get past. I gotta get past the other. And you know, the cool thing is, it's not going anywhere. Let you me tell you time. something. You oh yeah, time, yeah. 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 Let me tell you something too. Uh, I'm gonna give you a sneak preview to the, uh, to my game of the year revisit stuff. Okay. Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Heaven's War is gonna make an appearance. Oh wow. Yep. Um, but. I think what I really just want to bring those two stories up for is because it's actually been a conversation we've been having in our, our personal group chat for a while yeah. is that, man, the bar for multiplayer, Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, Apex Legends, Battlefield, Call of Duty, that's the two big ones. The bar is so low because yep. it's almost like they don't know what to do with these things mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable because it's evolving in a way where they got to... They want to appeal to everyone. Yeah. They and that unfortunately appeals to the kiddos. Exactly. Even though these kids shouldn't be playing these games, they know they play them. Yep. And so they got to sell things. They got to make that money. Yep. Uh, and the sad part is that not every game can be like Outer Wilds, where it's not about the money. It's about the passion of the game. Yep. And you play that game and you love it. Um, not every or Nintendo's even that way. Like with um, they made Mario Odyssey and knocked out of the park because they wanted to make the next best Mario exactly. game and they wanted to be passionate about it. Unfortunately. When it comes to multiplayer specifically, the passion is gone. Oh yeah. It's um, and if, it, if the passion is there, like with Alien Fireteam, it's outweighed by the inability to keep up with it and to monetize it. Yep. 
So I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that up. Oh, but I, I saw the funny story yeah. with the Halo things. They yeah. were like, man, Halo players are tired of seeing the same old gray people in their teams. Like, well, it's... That, that bothers me the way that the way that it's put though because it's like other people's like man I'm like, tired of seeing these other people like okay what I you want me to do let me find, of course it was a Kotaku article but uh, look there it is right there front page Halo Infinite is played with gray and drab armor that highlights a player divide and that it's important because it's a player divide of people who want to paint and people who don't yeah. and it's one of those questions where is free to play the way to go or do you include it with your Halo campaign. And yep. that's the big thing with Halo, this specific installment, is this is the first time they separated both of them. Yep. And I think Call of Duty was doing that where they were separating both of them. Or they just weren't doing a campaign at all. Yeah. And it's just... They're doing they're 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 doing Warzone as its own standalone thing. This is just yeah. the state of multiplayer game. And maybe we'll have to do yep. a full episode on just on that topic because it's a lot to... The unpack. death of multiplayer. But, um... Anyway, that's really the show. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think we covered everything really. Yeah, uh, I, I, we covered all the uh, the curriculum. Uh, the the doc the has been. Fulfilled. I just hope I just hope Take Two doesn't come after us because you said Rockstar a couple times. I said Rockstar. Oh, you just said Take Two. Oh no. By the way, well, can we can we very briefly say that Take yeah. Two is trying to not sue, but they're trying to prevent Hazelight from trademarking the name It Takes Two. Which is the name of their game, which was fantastic. Me and Seth, I'm very tempted, dude. I, I don't know where to put that on my game of the year list. I don't know if I. I want to play it. I don't know where to put it, man. I'm, is it? Is it? Are you saying it's in the running for number one? I don't, it might be. I don't oh know. Oh my god! I don't know. Brandon. I don't know. My list wow. is very hard right now. It's very, it's very hard. List. But hey, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. And the best thing you can do to support the show, other than just straight up giving us money, is you can share this with your friends, your family. You can, sh- hey, holidays are here. You spend time with friends and family. Yeah. Tell them about this show. What we always say, Brandon. What do we always say? Share it with your mom and them. Share it with your mom and them. You're going down... Hey, Steve, you're going down to Bayou and your yeah. P.R.O. to go pick up some scrimps yeah. for your gumbo. You're going down to Doulard? Hey, go go tell the man who's got his, his overalls on yeah. uh, with no shirt on and he's got the little uh, he's got the little buckwheat hanging out of his, his, his lip. Yeah. T- share it with him. <laughs> share it with the alligators you see in the water while you pee. You got to go down there and share, share it with T-Claw down there. Hey, next time you're out noodling for catfish in the Noodle- Bayou... <laughs> Share it with share it with your noodling partner. Noodling partner, yeah. Um, but no, for real. So when, when next time you get together and go to the Fado Do, man, share it with them people at the Fado Do. There's only one way to go, and that's only to the Fado Do. I'm Brandon. I'm Steve. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Sayonara.